Welcome, everybody, to the H3 Podcast Gazebo Experience. Guys, would you take a minute and please join me under the gazebo? Uh, of course, referencing to our new H3 video that I hope everyone enjoyed, the Catfish Mail Kit. God bless you all. Thank you to today. Our sponsors are Robinhood, ExpressVPN, and Honey. And I thank you all for joining us on this beautiful, splendid, blessed Friday. We are truly blessed to be enjoying a Friday together. God. <laughs> you know, I saw one time I was at a store and someone and the checkout lady, she says to me, have a blessed day. And I was like, <laughs> I don't believe in God, but I just love that. <laughs> have a blessed day. Like, damn. Like, good day? No. Yeah. Blessed. That's pretty nice. <laughs> I was touched. <laughs> like, the idea that God and all of his infinite power and wisdom was like, this day is blessed. For you. For you and only you. <laughs> I love that. Not only you. We're all blessed. Have a blessed day. I just love it. So have a blessed Friday, everyone. We got a lot to talk about. We're talking about better help. Uh, a lot of controversy there. We are talking about, there's been a story that LaCroix, yeah. popular soda pop drink, which of which I'm a big fan, is being sued for putting cockroach poison yeah. in their drinks. Sounds a little far-fetched, but is it? Let's find out. We're going to take a deep dive. We've also got up uh, Kanye West, the great Kanye West, uh, had a meeting with Donald Trump that has got a lot of people talking. <laughs> and so much more today on the Join Me Under the Gazebo, Would You Please? Experience. <laughs> so let's start Guys, from the top. Guys, why don't we uh, sit over in the gazebo and talk? <laughs> let's start from the top here. Better help, okay? Now, better help... I think that there's a lot of misconceptions going around. Yeah. I'm not. We're going to take a deep dive. Oh, We've sorry. also. Oh, no. That wasn't going the whole time, was it? No, no. Okay, good. I'm not used to it. My laptop is also. Right. So that's. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where was that? Ela, <laughs> uh, can you draw me into the gazebo, yeah. please? Uh, better help. Um, there's been a lot of misconception about. I'm 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 talking about my involvement with BetterHelp. Okay, um, let let me start from the top. Yeah. BetterHelp is a, an online therapy service. Okay, um, and which they've sponsored one of our podcast episodes a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, <clears throat> now a lot of YouTubers have been getting criticized lately for having put better help reads on their videos about mental health, about them being depressed and such, and a lot of people have been accusing them of being predatory because they're like, oh, I'm so depressed, and here's better help. They're accusing them of uh, exaggerating their mm -hmm. depression to sell better help or to get a better help sponsor, I don't know. And then people started going through their terms of service and found some concerning things there as well of the service itself <laughs> in the terms of service there was mm -hmm. something I, I i don't remember exactly there was something like uh they can't guarantee that something your conversations private stuff like that like okay. like you know weird stuff and so first of all i want to make clear okay first of all we had one sponsor with better help that was two months ago and the topic of mental health was not brought up in association with our read at all. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And to the best of my recollection, I don't think that we even talked about it in that episode. I don't think. And it predated our update video when I talked about being depressed by mo- a month at least. Okay. But here's where I think people got thrown off because PewDiePie made a new video about it. And he goes through the terms of service and he points out a lot of questionable things, which is fine. And he doesn't like the service and he raises good points about it. But the way that he presented my involvement in it, I thought was a little misleading and a little out of context. And it made it look like I was way more involved with this company than I was. Or even that, it made it look like I used my being depressed yeah. to somehow sell better help. So I want to show you guys, if I could, please, Exhibit A. It was- <coughs> this is PewDiePie's video. Let me go back a little bit. So, here, let's watch this. So he goes on here, he's talking about... Better help. I was just joking. By the way, guys, everyone is a sociopath. Enter the code Shane for your cheaper online therapy today. I would never have guessed it was actually this was the case. So this leads to a lot of the sponsored videos of these hundred hundred of YouTubers being about mental health, which could actually be a good thing, but they are made so that people sign up for the website. I'm De- Scott. It's Scott from Depression to Expression. So he's saying there's all these YouTubers that are. Promoting better help on videos about depression. Mm-hmm. He has a problem with that. He doesn't yeah. think that that's ethical. So here's here's what he shows here. If you're looking for anything to miss out on, don't miss out on this. Welcome to expression. <laughs> Whoa, I actually messed up there. <laughs> and completely serious. Before we start, I have so much respect for each and every one of you for watching and being part. Why do you ask for my PIM and information now, okay? As we know, I've been in therapy. I've been just dealing with a lot of stuff that I need to deal with and now I feel good. Anyways, I feel good. That's, what is that probably about? So you can access professional, affordable, and convenient counseling. I just hit a wall where it was, it was gotten so bad that it was basically either stop making videos or disappear. Also, this video is sponsored by BetterHelp. More okay. information about that. So the way it's cut makes it look like my video, yeah. my update video, was sponsored by BetterHelp. Yeah, exactly. And That's I th- what I felt when I saw it, too. Yeah, and I thought it was... I was like, whoa, like... Why would that be there? Yeah, it's like, not, that gives yeah. totally the wrong impression. Because I've never talked about BetterHelp and depression, ever. In fact, when I did the sponsory two months ago, I didn't even endorse the product, because I have never used the service. We checked it to make sure... We checked it to make sure that within 24 hours a therapist contacted us, and they did. Mm-hmm. So we did some due diligence in that regard to test out the service, but I never endorsed it. I never said that I used it to treat my depression either. Mm-hmm. But it seemed, But at any rate, let me, let me stay focused on this. Um, that seems like the only reasonable conclusion to make is that he's calling me out, which is, I thought, I was like, dude, what the hell? And I, I, was, I was pretty upset with him, and I contacted him directly, and I was like, hey, man, what, why, what's the deal? And he says, he didn't, he didn't mean to make it look that way. And he made a comment trying yeah. to clarify, but the people that read the comments compared to the people that watch the video is yeah. very small, okay? So what happened here is that um, Bobby Burns, this YouTuber here, made a video about oh, depression that's sponsored by BetterHelp, and he uses my clip in it talking about depression. Mm-hmm. 
So here, let me show you this. Any more videos. Mm -hmm. I just hit a wall where it was, it was gotten so bad that it was basically either stop making videos or disappear forever. So today's video is going to be about YouTube happiness. But before we get started, make sure you click that notification bell. It lets you know whenever I upload new videos. Also, this video is sponsored by- So you'll notice that it's from Bobby's video, but he cut out the context. So it's, it's hard like, to understand either way because the part in PewDiePie's video is here, like- let me go a, back. It's just kind of like a super cut of examples of exactly. people- Like it doesn't it. really inform the- but Well, anyway- affordable and convenient counseling. I just hit a wall. I don't think he did it, it on- was, I, I, he didn't do it on purpose, but the, yeah. I just want to clarify, Yeah, you know, because it makes it... To us, it did make a difference to make a connection between being depressed and then promote that company. Yeah. We didn't want to do that. It's my personal choice that we yeah. made. So that it was kind of... And so, and I think that PewDiePie, who's the biggest YouTuber in the world, talking about this, people take it seriously, and it looks like... It, it, I mean, that's how I interpret it. I could be wrong. I talked to a lot of other people that saw it that way, too, and it just seems like... But you can see he kind of so cut out the context. It was basically either so that these two clips don't or seem connected at all. No. Also, I, this when video I watched is sponsored it, by BetterHelp. More information about that at the end of this video. I, yeah. So, again, and he goes on to, to criticize, criticize a lot of YouTubers. He also doesn't really criticize them harshly is more criticizing the service of better help the well, way he I saw he it. Well, he names, he, he names a lot of people yeah. and he shows a lot of faces of people and, you know, when you're PewDiePie, the effect of that is that. Yeah. He was, he was very, he was very, um, tempered in his criticism. He wasn't, like, coming out. No. You know, he was being very, he was yeah. being very rational and fair about it. I mean, I'm not saying that. But again, I just want to clear that up, that that video was not in any way sponsored by better help. Yeah. We've only worked with them once. So, okay, but uh, regardless of that, I think it's pretty weird that Bobby used that clip anyway. Because I keep seeing that clip going around of Bobby using my clip talking about depression. But there's not a clear separation. So people mm -hmm. think that I... Yeah, we did it. But that's not the case. Um, so, let me just see here. I've got... A, so... In response to the criticism, so I, first of all, I just want to make that clear, okay? Now, in response to there, I think that there was some implication that anyone that works with BetterHelp is negligent, a shill, or irresponsible, or somehow selling out their fans. And even though I never mentioned depression in my read, I do disagree with that assertion. Mm -hmm. I do personally disagree with that assertion. Now, let me talk about this. I'm not sure what, I, first of all, I'm not sure what I could do to vet them more than I did. I mean, in a, in a perfect world, I like the service. It seems interesting, and it seems like it would be useful for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like on face value, it seems like a cool service. They're owned by a publicly traded company, and they're one of the most widely advertised services on the internet, across television, radio, podcasting, and YouTube. So, yeah. with all the information available, it's a perfectly rational decision to think that it's a good, useful service and something that's that's a good good to promote. And I mean, again, these guys are going through the terms of service and picking it apart. And there's weird, questionable stuff in there. But I don't think, like this, it's a it's a weird standard to make that you want the the expectation 
that anyone you ever work with, you're reading the entire 20 page mm -hmm. legal document of the terms of service. Like, I don't think anyone, very few people in the history of YouTube have ever read the terms of service. And I'm willing to bet that if they did read the terms of service, they wouldn't want to work with them because terms of service is written to remove liability. So it yeah, always yeah. sounds bad. Terms right. of service is meant to sound bad and scary. They're literally the purpose is to remove liability. So to expect YouTube, I don't, I think that's a slippery slope. If you are expecting everyone to read the terms of service of every partner they've ever worked with. I mean, mm -hmm. on, on, on face value, it's as reputable as a, as a partner as you can have. Yeah. We've had some offers for sponsors that we declined. That yeah. happens. But someone like BetterHelp, <coughs> like past all the questions that you would normally ask, you know, is they do have good reviews online when yeah. we looked up. Yeah, of course. No, they, and and look, people can promote. People decide how they want to promote different products. I personally wasn't comfortable promoting it in terms of me being depressed, and I wasn't personally comfortable saying I've used the service when I haven't. Yeah. But it seemed good, and it seemed like it'd be useful and helpful, so I promoted it as such. Now, um, <laughs> I think people are just a little too quick to throw others under the bus and be way overly cynical about this, okay? Um, I understand that it can seem in poor taste to promote better help in a video about being depressed, which I didn't do, mm -hmm. for the record, and I have never done. But from the flip side, think about it from their perspective. Someone like, like Boogie, uh, Philip DeFranco, Bobby Burns, I don't know, Shane, everyone. Think of it from their side, instead of being so cynical and thinking that it's this elaborate scam. To them, it's a win-win. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, this app is going to help people. It seems like a good service. And my video is promoted. Yeah. It's like, you know, be optimistic about it. And it, it feels like a win-win. I mean, that's how sponsors of Jump YouTube have always worked. Like content, like sponsors. If you mm -hmm. have video game content, you have vi a video game sponsorship on it. If you make car content or tech content, you have technology or car. Like, yeah. like content, like sponsors. That's how it works. So it's easy to see where people have come from thinking that it's okay to pair those up. It seems like a win-win. Um, and so I completely understand where they're coming from. Um, and I think, once again, people are thinking about it backwards. I think what has been happening is that better help, because there's been this implication that people have exaggerated being depressed to sell better help. As, that is a very cynical, That would be really shitty. That would be very shitty. And the people that I've seen being called out are people that I know have had a history with mm -hmm. mental health issues. Yeah. And so I think it's kind of ironic to, like, rail and dogpile on these people who are already, who are already kind of fucked up, you know? Right. I, think what, I think you guys have it backwards, the people who are being overly cynical. People who have spoken about mental health issues are the people that are being approached by better health, mm -hmm. right? So it's not, doesn't start from wanting to sell better help. It starts from having these issues and then better help comes in because yeah. they see an opportunity. Yeah. I think that's how these partnerships have uh, happened. And then finally, I've heard this argument that it's unethical for YouTubers to even make money from promoting better help a service about mental health that i heard uh 
that it's unethical to take money for it, that it should be done for free even. And I, well, who, who benefits from doing it for free? BetterHelp, what, you're going to do free copyrights for BetterHelp? They're a business, you know? It's a capitalist society. That's the way the world turns. I mean, saying it's illogical for a YouTuber or ir- immoral for a YouTuber to collect money to promote better help is, equiv- is, is similar to saying, it, is it immoral for a doctor or a therapist or a nurse to get paid for their work because it benefits people? I mean, this is a capitalist society. We, we, this is how, at what yeah. point, where, where does it draw the line? At what point does it become immoral, right? There's therapists that charge $50 an hour, $200 an hour, $500 an hour. At what point does it become immoral for a therapist to charge $50 an hour, $500 an hour? Is their service not valuable? Is it not mm-hmm. a capital? Is it not a commodity? I mean, you know what I'm saying? If they're yeah. better at it, do they not deserve to get paid more? So this blanket statement that it's somehow immoral to sponsor online therapy strikes me as an odd one and not one that makes much sense, Mm -hmm. especially considering here in the United States, our hospitals, our doctors, everything, cancer treatment, for Christ's sake, is heavily monetized. Yeah. And I personally find that to be disgraceful. But are we saying that they shouldn't get paid at all? Should they volunteer? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's it's an argument that doesn't make much sense to me and it falls apart. In my mind, when you try to break it down, and it's a nice, it's a nice thought, but it doesn't really make that much sense. Now, once again, I want to acknowledge this is somebody I worked with one time months ago, and I never promoted them in context of being depressed, mm-hmm. and I never said that I used their service to treat my depression. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a lawyer. This is my opinion. Feel free to disagree, but I've been watching this kind of devolve, and I think that. People are being way overly cynical about this. And it's just another example of, like, I don't know. It just feels like one of these things that just making YouTube even more toxic. Mm-hmm. Like, even more distrustful of people and even more Towards each other. cynical of each other and to people. And I just don't know why. And, and I, I don't know. It just didn't feel, it just doesn't feel right, this whole thing. And. Sure, some people are being opportunistic. Probably some, but that's always going to happen. Yeah, there's always I don't be know. Someone now. There's there's been a lot of con- controversy about Philip DeFranco because he was apparently sponsored with them and doing. All- I don't know anything about what Philip DeFranco's up to. I'm not commenting at all about that. And I know like he had uh, been connected somehow with Shane's BetterHelp sponsorship. He's not connected to us at all. Ours came mm-hmm. through an agency. And let me say this, by the way. When you work with sponsors, we work with a lot of sponsors here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. They come through agencies that vet them, yeah. that check for their credibility, yeah. to collect payments and make sure they're legit. Okay, That's because obviously, yeah. So obviously, we as business owners and as entertainers are not going to read the terms of service of all of our partners. That's insane. Nobody has time for that. So we entrust our agency to to verify mm-hmm. the legitimacy of these companies and. I don't think they failed in this case. I mean, we think about it, too. I don't just pass the buck completely to them. I make a conscious decision to work with someone or not. But in this case, I don't regret. I I mean, like, yeah, there's some questionable things in terms of service. But let me say this. With the information I had at the time, I made the right decision. Mm -hmm. And, and, And that's it, you know. 
I think if you want to criticize the company, that's one thing, and that's totally fine. But yeah. to come at YouTubers who have worked with them seems overly cynical and toxic, and it's just not. Ne- I don't know. It's just not necessary. I don't know. And you guys. Another crutch of this argument is the implication that people don't... There's so many sponsors available on YouTube now. You don't have to act depressed to get a sponsor on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You really don't. I mean, I don't know. It just... it it, I don't know. That whole thing just made me feel really sad. I felt really bad, honestly, when I saw Felix's video and kind of the way it was portrayed. I'm not gonna lie, I felt, it felt really awful. And I know he didn't mean to do it, but like, I didn't want people to think, I know a lot of people were getting the wrong Uh, idea. Yeah, a lot of people would think that. And and I felt bad for all the other people he named too, because Mm -hmm. it's like, these are people that are already sensitive and dealing with stuff. And it's like, it's like, man, I don't know, just overly cynical. And again, I chose not to talk about my depression. People make decisions. I didn't want to do that, but that's just my opinion. You can feel free to disagree with me, and that's fine, okay? We can have dissenting opinions. You don't have to come fucking murder my family and shit down my throat because I happen to have my own opinion about this. I think YouTube's gotten way too fucking toxic, way too overly cynical, and when you start throwing good, honest YouTubers under the bus... That I think there I think we need to reel it back a little bit. You know, there's some it's like I'm not saying that people shouldn't be criticized. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know. Just whatever. Just felt bad. The whole thing felt bad. So that's 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 my take. <laughs> and I hope that you won't uh come to my house at three AM and attempt to murder me. <laughs> Over a dissenting opinion, because <laughs> it's not that serious after all. And if you and if you are thinking that, you may consider hopping <laughs> on over to BetterHelp.com/slash/h3. <laughs> talking to the therapist today. Um, God. Okay, I think I handled that okay. I didn't get too upset, right? No. <laughs> I don't. I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone. I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm not trying to. Stir no, the pot. I'm just kind of I the really, opposite. Yeah. Kind of tired of feeling like everyone is out to get everyone. Look, and it might feel ironic coming from me. Okay, let me acknowledge that. I know somebody who said who's notorious for you know making fun of people online. Yeah. But um, hey, that's just my fucking opinion. <laughs> okay. On this topic specifically. All right. Also, well, whatever. I think I <laughs> put that 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 to rest. Um, we've got Lacroix. You guys have all heard. We're almost to a break, but let me set this up, and then we'll go to a break. Lacroix, the soda pop of choice. <laughs> Crack open a fresh one. Cheers. Ooh. Now, a lot of you probably heard this headline that Lacroix is being sued for putting unnatural chemicals in its drink. Yes, sip it up, Vila. Um. Uh, limonine. How do you say that? Limonine. Limonini. Limonini. <laughs> it's a chemical that is also inside cockroach insecticide. Now, this is a headline Gross. that has been widely seen around social I don't media. Press, 
people have been texting me. Chris D'Elia texts me. He's like, dude, what the fuck? Because we're both LaCroix boys. I don't even drink water anymore. I'm a LaCroix boy. Seriously. Not a joke. I don't drink water, dude. Fuck that peasant juice. Water's called peasant juice now. Well, this is cockroach juice, so. Well, is it? You know, when LaCroix came out, it was a high, it was a top shelf beverage. I remember it was really expensive, but now they sell it like. What happened? It's all on sale all the time around. Really? It's like three bucks for a 12 pack or something. Yeah, dude. Fucking brutal, man. They're competing with water. Do you believe that? <laughs> so, anyway, listen. To me, it sounded far fetched. Yeah. So, I wanted to take a deep dive. What's at stake? Who are the players? Who benefits the most from this? And is it true? The cockroach. The, Lich, the LaCroix <laughs> controversy. LaCroix gate. Stay tuned after this break. We will dive right into that here on the H3 Podcast Gazebo Experience. <laughs> Join me under the gazebo, won't you please? Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos. Here's the catch, my dudes, and this what makes it Robinhood. No commission. That's right, zero. Many of these trading apps are going to charge you dollars per trade. Robinhood, Kobe, is Robin the Hood for the Hood. You feel me? They strive to make financial services work for everyone and not just the wealthy. Dan uses this app. He loves it. He swears by it. I don't trade. I don't know anything about trading. But from what he says, it's simple to use. It has built-in explanations, and it's a great place to learn how to trade. That stuff's complicated. I'm intimidated, but Robinhood seems to make an easy, intuitive, fun learning experience. And again, no commission on those trades, folks. It's easy as that. Robinhood platform lets you view stock collections. You can view most popular and sectors as entertainment, social media, and curated categories like female CEOs. <laughs> I'm investing in those across the board. I'm already invested in one. And analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock. Learn by doing. You're going to learn how to invest and build your portfolio on Robinhood. They've got all the tools, all the trades, making all the moves. It's, everybody's invested in stock. I'm I'm the odd <laughs> man out. I'm back here the other day with, like, all of our employees were here from Teddy Fresh and H3, and everybody's dabbling in stock. I was like, yeah. i got to get on that. Robinhood is the place to do it. Now, here's what's awesome. Robinhood is giving our listeners a free out. <laughs> Tone it down, Ethan. <laughs> giving our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio for for uh, signups. Go to h3podcast.robinhood.com and get a random free stock. Pretty that wild. is freaking cool. So head on over to h3podcast.robinhood.com and start trading today, my dudes. Listen. With all the recent news about online security breaches, it's hard not to worry about where my data goes. Everybody's leaking my data, my passwords, my credit cards, my social security number. It's everywhere. And guess what? I don't need it leaking anymore. Making an online purchase or simply accessing your email could put your private information at risk. Try uh, accessing a non-secured network. Maybe you're at the airport. Boom! Guess who's got your credit card information? Fucking some random dude in India. You want that guy having it? No! Okay? Now, here's the deal. That's why I decided to take back my privacy and start using ExpressVPN. <laughs> ExpressVPN is easy as apps that run seamlessly in the background of my computer, phone, or tablet. 
Turn on ExpressVPN. It protection only takes one click. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browser by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. Protect yourself with ExpressVPN. It costs less than $7 a month. I'll tell you what costs more than $7 a month. Trying to get back your stolen identity. You gotta talk to lords. You gotta talk to government agencies. It's gonna take a lot more time and money than $7 a month to get your effing credit card information back. Your social security number fixed. $7 a month is a, is a walk in the park. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash h3. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash h3 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash h3 to learn more and keep your credit card hands out of uh, weird Indian dudes who want to steal your credit card. Not that only Indians would, but <laughs> that's just in my mind. I imagine that's where they are. My opinions are not endorsed by ExpressVPN. <laughs> Imagine your old coupon clipping grandpa you can shrink down and put it in your computer and use as a plugin on your browser all the time. That's what honey is. When you think honey, think grandpa clipping coupons all the time for you on the internet. Here's what Honey does. You install it. It's a plug-in. When you shop online, pretty much everywhere, I'm talking Amazon, I'm talking eBay, I'm talking Walmart, Macy's, Domino's. Domino's? <laughs> you can get pizza coupons. They are scanning the web for the most active, up-to-date, best coupons available. So that when you're at checkout, Honey's like, I got you, dog. Or, well, your grandpa wouldn't say that. What would your grandpa say? I got a piece, Sonny. I got a coupon for that, Sonny. That's what Honey that says to me. I got a coupon for that, Sonny. That's what Honey says. And they come at the last minute at checkout like the Americans arriving in World War II. Boom. Last minute. Coupon on the desk. Look at this. We once bought Jack some blankets. I saved literally $360 from Macy's. Oh, what? That's what Honey does. Boom. I got you, Sonny. That's what your grandpa says as he's coupon, clipping coupons all night by the fireplace. That's what Honey does for you. I'm telling you, try it out. It's free. It's risk-free. It's just a Chrome extension. It takes just two clicks to install. Give it a shot for a week and see if you don't love it. Uh, apparently, what did they say? That it saved our it saved our our audience hundreds of thousands of dollars who have already used this link. It's got five stars, a hundred thousand five-star reviews, and ten million members. Are you freaking kidding me? Never overpay again with honey. So let them know who sent you. Go to get uh go to joinhoney.com slash h3. That's joinhoney.com slash h3. Welcome back, my little gazebos. <laughs> um before we get into is LaCroix poison, I wanna say new H3 H3 video out, which was a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, I really with this one, I took my time. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the process. I took all the time I needed. On, we worked on it for like two weeks. And I would just sit down and edit and enjoy the experience. Yeah. And the sketch and everything. So <laughs> I think that I really enjoyed and the reception was amazing. I mean, everyone was really happy about it. Yeah. I got to say, I didn't think, I don't think I saw one complaint. <laughs> I actually have a collection of them for you if you want me to read those off oh. real quick. You have really? complaints? No, I'm just kidding. I was like, yeah, <laughs> Judas? <laughs> no complaint. Guys, why don't we uh, sit over in the gazebo and talk? It felt good. I think... 
me and Ela realized. I think re- recently we, we could felt call like, our fans Gazi boys. The Gazi boys. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That feels special. <laughs> Are you a Gazi boy? <laughs> Gazi boys. Maybe we should name our child Gazebo. Our child. <laughs> That's a good like gender neutral name, Gazebo. I should give birth under a gazebo. Oh. You know how people have all this weird like give birth like water in birth. pool, yeah. A gazebo birth. <laughs> <laughs> a blessed gazebo birth. Um It's a beautiful thing. I feel like um I've seen some people echoing the sentiment that I I have spoken a lot of times that I don't want to be making videos like that. But I feel like recently me I have always wanted to go back to making videos like that. Mm-hmm. And just until recently but we like I we think, weren't there mentally. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. That's what it was really. Yeah. It's just that I I I literally couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but recently we really felt like we wanted to try and go back to making like yeah. high quality. I feel like taking a break for like we didn't make videos for like three months. Mm-hmm. Kind of started to crave the feeling of like being creative and right. doing something. Yeah, that's what it was born from. That we mm-hmm. really wanted to say okay. Let's make the ve- the best video we can. Not cut any corners. Not there's no deadline. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did, and and it was fun. It was great. I loved everything. Yeah. So hopefully more to come. Um. So anyway, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. Thanks for all the wonderful comments and support. Tomorrow, in Los Angeles, for all of our LA based Gazi boys. <laughs> um. Where? What? What time is it at? Oh, now you're surprising me with all well, that? Well, you can just Google Rip and Dip, right? Um, Store. But what time is it at? 11? Hold on. All right, while Ela does that, check out this new Teddy Fresh, what do you call this, tracksuit? Warmer? It's a tracksuit. Tracksuit that's coming out this winter. Look at this fresh shit. The fit is insane. The comfort levels are unparalleled. <laughs> I mean, this shit is spicy hot. It's breathable. Dude, this thing is insane. <laughs> This is so comfortable. I mean, it was my goal for a long time to make a tracksuit. Teddy Fresh, watch out. Watch out, haters, because Teddy Fresh is coming hard. So it's at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Tomorrow at 11 a.m. at Rip and Dip store. It's next to the Supreme store. And is it Hollywood and L.A.? It's in Fairfax Avenue. Fairfax. So we'll be there for about an hour or two. We've got the new Rip and Dip collection collab coming out. I'm very excited about. So see you guys there. And um, let's do it. Is LaCroix poison? That is the <laughs> question we are looking to resolve today. Who are the players at work? Who benefits from this? Before we get into this LaCroix boy uh, under the gazeboy story, I'd like <laughs> to say cheers to everybody in the boys in back to enjoy. Everyone cheers. crack open your LaCroix and have a nice refreshing sip. Of all natural <laughs> essence soda pop. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, that's good. That hits the spot. <laughs> so, a new lawsuit alleges that LaCroix is not all natural, and the chemical limonene in LaCroix is also in cockroach insecticide. Now, one thing that I thought, first of all, when I heard that is just because it's toxic to cockroaches doesn't necessarily mean anything. You hear shit like that all the time. Like, our neighbor's right. a vet. He says chewing gum, artificial sweetening chewing gum, is deadly poisonous to dogs. Yeah. Just because it's toxic to cockroach doesn't, like, that seems like an effort to scare. 
Like, if it's dangerous to humans, say that. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous to cockroaches. Cockroaches are gross, and I have a gross mental image of co- dead yeah, cockroaches. But it doesn't necessarily mean anything besides that. So that seems kind of manipulative headline. Mm-hmm. So at first I'm saying, what's going on here? You know, is this really about the ingredients or something else at play? Mm. So let's actually break down these claims from the lawsuit. Who are making these claims, all right? Let's start with the chemical limonini. Am I saying that right, or am I just sound like a complete <laughs> idiot? I have a feeling you're not saying it Yeah, right. how could I be? It cannot be called limonini. Then can you guys Somebody, check? for Christ's sake, help <laughs> I'll, me out. I'll check. Limonini. <laughs> limonine. Oh, limonine. That's got to be it. That sounds way more intelligent. I'm not even American. I'm so bad at pronunciating things. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> limonine. I think it's limonine. Damn, you killed it. You just read it like someone from outside of the U.S. would read it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Ula. My brain is fucked up. <laughs> so PubChem, the National Institutes of Health, open database for chemical compounds, explicitly calls limonine a naturally occurring chemical and a major component of oil extraction from citrus peels. So, sounds pretty natural, right? As the name suggests, limonene is commonly used to give food or other products a lemony flavor and fragrance. So it is a naturally occurring compound that comes off of lemons. Mm-hmm. So uh, Limonene. Limonene. Damn, limonene. you crushed it. You're a fucking spelling bee champ. So, how about the claims that it causes kidney toxicity and cancer? Well, the same company, PubChem, also states there is inadequate evidence in humans for the carcinogenic properties of limonene. There is some evidence of male rats experiencing uh, problems, including tumors, as a consequence of limonene exposure, but none of those findings have been properly reproduced in humans. Meanwhile, more recent studies suggest that limonene is actually anti-cancer. Mm-hmm. What? It's lemon. I mean, it's a naturally occurring lemon. Now, how did this uh, company come to claim that it's even unnatural? Because I was reading that the FDA, because everything the FDA does is so nebulous and undefined, defines, for whatever reason, limonene as an artificial uh, flavor. Mm-hmm. But according to this magazine, and I don't know what the reason is for that, is it a naturally occurring chemical that comes from lemon? Okay. Now, the other chemical that's being accused of being toxic is linalu. I, why, why can I not? <laughs> linalu? It's spelled L-I-N-A-L-O-O-L. That's a goofy-ass word. Linalu is another additive used as a flavoring agent. It's naturally occurring, found within many types of flowers, spice, plants, including... Everything nice. Yeah. It includes mint, scented herbs, laurels, and cinnamon. It is most definitely used in insecticide as well. That part is true, but that doesn't mean it's poisonous to humans. After all, as I pointed out, dogs can't eat chocolate, yet I eat 20 bars a day. Explain Mm -hmm. that. You can't. (laughs) The only real toxic effects of linolu has been documented to inflict on humans is mild skin and eye irritation, namely from aerosol, from air forms of the chemical being squirted in your eyes. For example, take a lemon, squirt it in your eyes. Oh, I'm going to sue the lemon people. No, that's not how it works, folks. 
Also, coincidentally, research suggests that it may be an anti-cancer ingredient. That really? leaves only Lionel Prop... Prop... I feel like such a... <laughs> Lionel <laughs> Propionate. Prop... Propionate. Propionate. Yeah. Propionate. Fuck. I'm like back in fifth grade trying to read again. Read to the class. Linalil. <laughs> you know Ethan, can you read uh, like the paragraph in front of the class? And it's like, oh my god, I can't yeah. pronounce half these words. Um, the, that leaves Lionel Propionate, derived from plants like ginger and lavender, and another common flavoring and fragrance additive. It's been shown to help inhibit the proliferation of prostate cancer. I'm going to shove those right up my ass. At least in the form of nagami kumquats. Um... Uh, so there you go. So unless LaCroix is secretly including 50% of the beverage as Lionel, then drinkers don't have anything to fear because it's not even anywhere close to being harmful. Mm -hmm. These are all naturally occurring flavors. And by the way, these are all flavors that many companies use in many of their products to flavor their beverages. I mean, it makes it act like LaCroix is out there just uh, pouring yeah. cockroach insecticide for no reason. <laughs> They're like, I'm going to save 50 cents and pour some poison in this. No, this is a widely used flavoring agent that seems by all account to be natural after all. <laughs> so what's going on here? What is going on? What is going on? Let me say this. Even water is toxic when you t consume too much. You can actually get water poisoning. Okay? That's, um... Incredible. Sue the water. Su I'm suing big water. Now, as somebody who's been on the receiving end of bogus lawsuits, this place... This lawsuit stinks to high heck. <laughs> okay? Now, my theory, big soda is behind it. And I, that might sound like a joke, but think about it. The company, LaCroix, dominates, dominates the market. If you go to yeah. any grocery store, any convenience store, guess what's on the shelf, and guess what people want? LaCroix. Every time. LaCroix. Ela, please, let's not get into that now. <laughs> That's a whole nother heated debate. <laughs> Look, they got a great marketing. They do. I don't know what, I don't know how, but they dominate, like... I've, I mean, I've slammed LaCroix previously on the podcast. So I was like, these motherfuckers act like they invented soda water. <laughs> but here I am drinking it every episode. <laughs> so, what's going on? Now, at the same time as LaCroix is killing it, and I'm talking about $827 million in sales last year, guess what's simultaneously Ooh. declining hugely in sales? Soda. Soda pop. Sugary drinks. As people realize... And consuming 50 grams of sugar, sugar is actual, is actual poison. poison and not Lionel or whatever. <laughs> How about 50 grams of sugar? Can we sue Coca-Cola for giving me diabetes? I'd like to. <laughs> Maybe I will. So here we have LaCroix dominating the market. Big soda falling down. What's happening? Now, these, these big boys are losing market share to LaCroix, and their soda water brands are are getting smashed. Mm -hmm. They're dominating the market. And these big soda companies, they, they need to get in because their business is suffering. So, to me, from the outside, 
it seems like a total hit job of misinformation. And the lawsuit is going to get thrown out. You can trust me on that. But the damage has already been done. Definitely. Because you, I hear it on the news. I see it on social media. I see it a, everywhere. You read it once and it's stuck in your head. That... I know. And you know what's fucked up is that nobody goes, nobody goes, oh, that's weird. That doesn't make that much sense. Yeah. They say, they go, what? <laughs> There's poison in LaCroix? We're all fucking going to die <laughs> if we drink LaCroix. And they have successfully tarnish the reputation of this pristine, beautifully branded, and naturally flavored <laughs> soda pot. And, and that's it. That's the beauty of this lawsuit. It's totally bogus. It's going to get thrown out. And they have tarnished the reputation. And everybody's been taking the bait. And meanwhile, Mr. Coca-Cola has got his feet up, and he's drinking a LaCroix because he knows it's a superior <laughs> beverage. But meanwhile, he's peddling his fucking nasty Coca-Cola bullshit. <laughs> So I say to all of our listeners, all the gazee boys out there, crack open a LaCroix, have a sip, enjoy yourself, and know that you are enjoying an all-natural, sugar-free beverage. And you are, you are a LaCroix boy, you are a gazebo boy, you are my boy. So have a sip and enjoy. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Hila. You really, that's a loud sip you took. I tried on purpose. Mm. So that's it. Nice. Two Debunked. Big, two big topics. Is this 60 today. minutes? This is 60 minutes. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> I was working on my Alex Jones impression. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I did it during one of the, the uh, copy reads, but we cut it. <laughs> but I kind of want to do it now. Kanye. Kanye gave Trump a Make America Great hat during his White House visit. It really hurts my throat, though. <laughs> It's pretty good. Con I need to figure out how to do it where it doesn't irritate my throat. Yeah. Kanye gave Trump a Make America Great hat during the White House visit. Purple hat. You guys heard about all this Kanye West madness. Um. Okay, so let's talk about Kanye West now. Look at that. Yeah, so Kanye met Trump, and we're going to talk about that. But before we do, Ian, our intern, who's a super fan of Kanye West, as you all know, um had some suggestions for Kanye West in our, last week. in our previous episode. He had suggested that um, he make the hat purple, which would symbolize the joining of the Democrats and the Republicans. The red and the blue. Exactly. Red and blue makes purple. Here's, here is Kanye in a purple hat. Not evidence of much, honestly. <laughs> we had thought that it said, Make America Great. You can't really read it, can you? It doesn't say that, though. But interesting. What does it say? Showing up in a purple hat. I don't know what it says. It says expose world, says Ian, because he knows, expose of course. Expose world? <laughs> I don't know. But um, <laughs> what he did, and then his other suggestion, Ian's suggestion, was don't wear a hat that says make America great again. Wear a hat that says make America great. Yeah. And what happens later on that day, my friends. Well, I can't open it's it. It's behind that picture. It is? Yeah. Oh, good job, Eli. <laughs> Make America great. <laughs> this is, I'm telling, now, people have suspected that Kanye lurks the, the Reddit of Kanye on Reddit. Oh. And the clip, the highlight of Ian talking about it was on that subreddit. 
So there is a chance, I swear to you now, that Kanye West saw Ian's suggestion. And if he comes out with the purple Make America Great hat, which is a great idea, and I hope he does, <laughs> the world, oh my God, that is going to be amazing. How, well, how, how, do you, how did you feel, Ian, seeing this? I saw you. You seemed pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was pretty proud of myself. <laughs> do you think that he saw your presentation? I'm going to tell myself that, yeah. <laughs> I hope he did. Do you think there's a chance, though, or do you think, I mean, like... I'm not going to fully commit because it's not purple. If it was purple, I'd go, he absolutely saw it. 100%. Yeah. But, well, based on a percentage out of 100, what are the chances you think he saw that your presentation? I mean, the clip got a lot of views. That was six days ago before he did that. Uh, it's interesting timing. Yeah, and this this Can red hat looks like a shitty one, not like the design like one. He, he pooped it out real fast. Yeah, you could just buy a red hat and... Do embroidery. Ian, can really you give quick. me a percentage? <laughs> I'm gonna say fifty. Wow, fifty <laughs> percent. That's got to make you feel amazing. Oh yeah, he better send me a hat. Fifty percent. That's the least he could do. Hook us up. Wow. I hope he takes. The Would button. you wear it, Ian? If it was purple and said "Make America Great." What if I it kinda, was? What if it's red? He's like, no, I wouldn't wear. I don't want that <laughs> kind of heat on the street. <laughs> I wouldn't wear it if it was red. No, if mm -hmm. it was purple, I feel like I'd kind of have to. No. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you. What the fuck? You can't. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you wouldn't wear it. You wouldn't wear it. <laughs> well, anyway, so there's that, and so we all congratulate Ian. He's really growing up. We're all very proud of him. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> We're all very proud of Ian, the intern. He's really flourished. He's per he's turned into Kanye's personal advisor. <laughs> he's really just coming to his own. So I want to say thank you to Ian, the intern. He's great. Right. When we, we first saw that purple hat, there was that moment where we thought that was it. Yeah. And oh, yeah. That was a freak out. That was like, are you kidding me? But 50% though, Dan. I mean, that's nothing to be scoffed at. Yeah, no. I mean, I think he's probably right. I mean, from what I understand, yeah, he, he legitimately is like, he's a lurker. He, he's on the Kanye fan forum. How many he's, points did it have on the Reddit? Subreddit? Uh, Ian? Well, it wasn't on the Reddit. It was on the Kanye fan site. Oh, mm. the fan forum. Yeah. And how was it received? Uh, people were on board. They I were was on board. expecting Where? everyone to shit on me. Yeah, and they did. I would be scared. Interesting. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not him personally, but, you know, I bet some of his handlers probably do check out, you know, his it fan was forum. Kanye, to, all right, yeah, let's just go with that. Let's go with that. Um, wow, that's a, that's really exciting. Well, did you out your username then? If you posted, or well, no, someone, someone else posted it. Yeah, yeah he's still claiming you're, you're, you're lurking he's among them. <laughs> you didn't post it, did you, Ian? <laughs> well, he wouldn't say. He's denying it. Fuck, it was definitely. <laughs> Y'all know his account now. Um, but anyway, so Kanye met with Trump, and there's a lot of blowback, as you can expect. But I'm here to focus on the funny, <laughs> the whimsical, the comedic. Um, so here's, here's one great moment. Um, you can see Kanye's password on his phone. Uh, it's just zero, 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 zero. I came in, I was like, Ian, what's Kanye's password? And he's like, just zeros. I was like, how many? He's like, five. I was like, you're fucking crazy. Dude. It was six. It's six, he says. Oh, it's six? Okay. Yeah. You said five, Ian, but I guess he's revised his. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> he said he went back and double checked. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
this whole thing. This would just be right Kanye here. Um, going on one of his legendary. The I airplane. The I airplane. We have a picture of that, but Trump. <laughs> the way he's Kanye, very interesting. Kanye's just going off for like twenty minutes and dominating the conversation, and I find it just so interesting that. Oh, how do I get that angle back? This angle here. <laughs> he doesn't really look at Trump when he's talking, and Trump's face as he's just sitting there, kind of embracing. I this angle's all isn't the one I wanted. For Christ's sake. What else we got? <laughs> Kanye is as smart as Tesla and Freud. Let's see if Ian can decode this. <laughs> I was connected with a neuropsychologist that works with... What? ...with the athletes in the NBA and the NFL. And he, he looked at my brain. It's equal on three parts. I'm going to go ahead, drop some bombs for you. 98 percentile IQ test. I had a 75 percentile of all human beings, but it was counting eight numbers backwards off there as a piece. So I'm going to work on that one. The other one's 98 percent Tesla Freud. You know, so. Um, can you decode that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I guess he's trying to say he's very intelligent. Am I correct in that, Ian? He's definitely coming across that way. Ian is out. Ian, you're not commenting. <laughs> I'm not commenting. Really? <laughs> Come on, yeah. I think he's parsing his words, but uh, he's got the whole forum listening on every. Yeah, I think that's, that's he's part just of it. God, things got so complicated for Ian. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't just take talk his opinion anymore. He's a leader. He's that a thought leader. Running by his PR. He's an influencer. I know. Ian needs PR now. <laughs> can't have the. He's got a reputation now. <laughs> he doesn't have some bullshit username. His face, they know who he is. He has a reputation. <laughs> if he says the wrong thing, this yeah. goes... Bob, the mob's coming for Yeah, him. this goes beyond username. This is real shit. <laughs> well, Ian, can you at least confirm he's, he's trying to say that he is intelligent? Yeah, that's the general idea. Yeah. I mean, it's once again like the PowerPoint where I showed all the people he com compared himself no to. No surprises. Right. Yeah. Freud and... Uh, Tesla was in the in there, mm. and and who was the uh, the Disney character? <laughs> oh, that's Vanellope von Schweetz. Yeah, von Schweetz. <laughs> he should have said, "I'm I'm like von Schweetz and Tesla." She's in the ninety-eighth yeah. percentile. Yeah. Counting eight numbers backwards off there. What is the eight numbers backwards? I don't understand that. He's gonna work on it. He's gonna be working on He's that. He's doing one. the math. <laughs> anyway, the other one's ninety-eight percent Tesla Freud. You know, so um, he you know? said that I wish I, I had his confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but anyway, so that I'm was the number one rock star on the planet. So that was interesting. And then uh, there was the one, I guess the one that really pissed people off was that he hugged Trump at the end. And Wait, and this is the. We saw this, no? Or there's more. And this is there. Oh, man. God. He showed him a picture. Of the, what is this even? Ian. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ian, decode. All right. It's uh, not his design. He took it from someone who did it as their uh, university thesis mm. uh, a few years ago. And the guy, they asked him, they were like, what do you think about this? He's like, I think it's kind of cool that Kanye saw it. He didn't <laughs> care that much. I have much. no idea how. And <laughs> so what are the chances we're going to get this Air Force One made, Ian? Zero percent. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hater. <laughs> the forum's gonna eat you alive for that one. 
<laughs> um, so bring back that picture, Ela, of them all wearing hats. Yeah, Kanye gave. Um, I want to see the. I want to see Jared Kushner. He looks like such a dweeb. Um, you can see the whole family here. And uh, one says, "Make Earth great again." Make Earth great again. <laughs> Look I at Jared. So, yeah. <laughs> Earth is like, don't talk for me. It says. Uh, yeah, I know. Jared cracks me. Yeah, up. <laughs> make Earth great again and travel space again. Make Earth great again. What does that mean? When was Earth? Earth used to be fucking dope when the dinosaurs were around. <laughs> Make Earth, Jurassic Park. Earth played out. Earth is played out. Anyway, Jared <laughs> looks so uncomfortable in that hat, man. <laughs> but they're they're making it work. They're rocking it. They're making it work. What's Honestly. the blue one say? That's the Earth, I think. That's the Earth and one. the black okay. one yeah. says uh, travel space again. So, all right, you can you can get that off. You can get that out of there. So then we've got the hug, the notorious hug, which apparently now I was like, Ian, what what did because the backlash has been so severe, and I've read some things like T.I., the famous rapper, what he wrote, I was like, damn, that is fucking harsh. Mm-hmm. And they're friends. And I'll read it for you guys. But I was like, Ian, what, what exactly did he say that, that upset people so much? And what Ian, well, Ian, you want to say what you told me? Or is that too controversial? <laughs> uh, what did, I don't remember. Just that I he think. didn't say anything new. It was kind of mm-hmm. the same antics. Oh, yeah, it's... It's the same Kanye from the last six months. Mm-hmm. It's not different. But I guess what happened is he showed a lot of love and he hugged Trump, and that's what Two set people off. I so think seeing them together made it all made so it, real. Made it, you know. So here it is. People that I like, and I guess they like me. And we're going to have lunch, we're going to talk. You said, you said, I guess you know I love you. I know. Did, did I, did but I, I don't want to take, I don't want to put you in that spot. But. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm standing in that spot. I love this guy right here. Let me get this guy. By the way, <laughs> how did the Secret Service not tackle his ass right now? Let it play. Came at the president? I love this guy right here. Yeah, I love this guy. I got you. It was all a ploy. <laughs> Just a, a The long con. There was like a plot to a movie like that, like uh, <laughs> where he tries to get close to the king. Some kung fu movie. Hero. Yeah, that movie's sick. Yep, it's a good one. <laughs> Dude, wouldn't it make sense if Kanye was like the star of his own hero and he just stabbed Trump? <laughs> I mean, that'd be a wild twist. <laughs> Everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> Crazy. That's really nice. No, but that, he didn't, he didn't stab him. He gave him some love. And in fact, that probably ruined the moment for you guys, so let me go back. I have a bad habit of pausing and talking a lot. And uh, Ela was trying to correct me, yeah. but it was too late. I already paused it, so here we go again for everyone to enjoy. Two people that I like, and I guess they like me. And we're gonna have lunch. We're gonna talk. You said, you said, said I guess you know I love you. I know. Did, did I? Did but I, I don't want to take. I don't want to put you in that spot. But <laughs> no, I'm not standing. Dude, I'm sorry. I gotta pause again. <laughs> Look at all these people. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people packed in the room, so many press. It's actually really annoying. You can't even hear what they're saying. The, yeah. Just camera snap. Camera How many pictures snap. do you need? What the fuck does she know about cameras? What? <laughs> Taylor's. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to pause it anymore. In that spot, I love this guy right here. Let me get this guy. <laughs> I love this guy right here. Yeah. That's really nice. And that's from the heart. I didn't want to put you in that position. So there you go. That, that was that. Okay. 
Now let me read T.I.'s response to flavor the, res- the reaction. This, uh, this was cold-blooded, man. This, this, you know what happened? He got... Ghost-arted. I was trying to think. Oh, ghost-arted. <laughs> he got ghost-arted by, uh, T.I. <laughs> Ian, do you agree this was a ghost-arting? Yeah, it was a ghost-art. Okay. <laughs> Definitely ghost-art. So let me read this shit. Now, I've been extremely patient and made it a point to not jump to any premature conclusions about Yi and his antics. Partially due to the lessons learned from the outcome of other similar situations dealing with my brother Wayne, which I admittedly mishandled a bit in hindsight. But now, this shit is next level. Futuristic Sambo. Hopping Bob. Steven off Django ass shit. What does that mean, Ian? Those are all references to, it's sort of like the the Uncle Tom thing. What is Sambo? Uh, that was a, that was a book that had like very racist imagery, I believe. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure. But then he refers to Django, which obviously that was the Tarantino movie. Uh, sure. Know. Okay. Well, literary references. Very uh <laughs> highbrow. T I. Um from what I can gather, this is the most repulsive, disgraceful, embarrassing act of desperation and auctioning off of one soul to gain power I've ever seen. Now I recall you asking me to come with you to have this meeting and I declined naturally, but bro if ain't time I would have been in there with you, and you behaved that spinelessly in my presence, I feel like I'd be compelled to slap the fuck out of you, bro, for the people. You ass kissing and boot licking on a whole new level, and I refuse to associate myself with something so vile, weak, and inconsiderate to the effect this has on the greater good of all of our people. I'm a true believer in, it ain't what you do, it's how you do it, and this shit is regurgitating. At one time, it was a pleasure to work alongside you. Now, I'm ashamed to have been associated with you. To all the people who follow Yee, music... Yay. Oh, fuck. Yay, right? Yes. Kanye, Yes. (laughs) Well, I'm not part of a forum or anything. Hopefully, people don't judge me too hard for that. Yay. To all the people who follow Yee, musically, socially, or even personally, who are confused, heartbroken, infuriated, let me make this clear. This shit ain't cool. This is all in caps. This is a move ye made. Yay? Yay. This is a move ye made for yay. This is a play to put him in position he'd like to see himself in. We are not on his mind as he makes these comments and decisions. Don't follow this puppet. We're off caps now. Because as long as I've lived, I've learned that it benefits a man nothing at all to gain the world. If to do so, he must lose his soul. We just saw Mr. West's soul on auction. If you listen closely, you can hear the tears of our ancestors hit the floor. Damn. All I can say is, I've reached my limit. This is my stop. I'm officially done. Middle finger Trump and his little cookie boy. Wow! (laughs) Harsh. That's cold-blooded shit. How did did that make you feel, Ian? I mean, I... I can't fully weigh in on what that imagery feels like or to see that if you're, you know, uh, African-American in this country. I don't know. So yeah, it's his reaction, I, I completely understand it. I see w- why he would have that. And, you know, I respect his opinion there. Very political. <laughs> well, T.I., from what I understand, was like his most ardent defender up to this yeah. point. Is that true, Ian? I'm not. Ian is uh, working on campaigning. <laughs> He's the president of the Kanye Forum. <laughs> no, it's a tough situation to put in. I I can only ma- that's got to if I'm Kanye, that that's got to hurt. hurt. Yeah, that's got. I hurt. when I read it, it's hard to disagree 
with the stuff that he's saying. It's like, I don't know, like we said last time, Kanye, like you can see what Kanye was trying to do, but it's not a pure <laughs> art, mean, art movement. It's I more poli- political than it should be. I guess it's it's just so polarizing. It's like, on one hand, I see where he's coming from, and on the other hand, I see the black community as seeing Donald Trump as a a symbol of oppression, of establishment or whatever, um, you know. But I also see, like, I don't know, I see it from both sides. I Con- really think he's going to try and run for president, too. I don't that's think so that's so fucking joke. cringy, bro. <laughs> Please, no, I do not support. Ian, do you vote for Kanye as president? Oh, I would never vote for him okay. because I like that him kinda, too much. It, doesn't that kind of ruin everything? What is so if he's is oh, gonna that's spread the, love as president or, yeah, is, or he, is it just his ego? Wait, is he just trying to get political? What is this? Is he trying to be genuine and spread love and like bridge the divide, or does he just want to run for president? Positioning himself, yeah, because that's what yeah. Ti was saying, and I was right. like, yeah. And mm. the conversation was very like about Kanye, like he was talking about Yeezy and Adidas and how now it's so strange, it's worth is millions gonna, or billions. Oh I yeah, don't even yeah. Know. It, yeah. And it's kind of like, what is the conversation? Well, look, Kanye watching his rant strikes me very much as somebody who is having a manic episode. He's been diagnosed as bipolar. And when I see him talking there, he strikes me as someone that's not fully grounded. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I take that into consideration, too. Yeah. And, like, he's feeling strong more than usual emotions because he's in this manic Mm -hmm. state and so he's like i love trump i love what he represents as someone who did something that was impossible i love what the idea of what he's trying to do of like bringing jobs back to america and america first right Mm -hmm. kanye sees that as he just sees the best in it he sees the positive message and he doesn't and there's a lot of people that criticize that movement, but he just he's full with like strong emotions and love in this manic state and he and and so that's He's not, he's not being smart. He's being emotional. Mm-hmm. And so it's like... Uh, he outwardly says that. It, it was it in the SNL speech. He, he straight up says, like, we need to stop thinking with our minds and start thinking with our hearts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, sure, yeah, that's his exactly. message. So I think he's just, he's not in a, I don't think he's grounded right now. And apparently, Ian, or, or well, we were noticing earlier, he talks about how he was misdiagnosed as bipolar and he was just sleep deprived. And so he's off his medicine. And I'm watching this and be like, dude, you must be really sleep deprived right now <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> so I don't know. The whole thing is just wild and weird. Is he going to run as a Republican? Because that's kind of what he's Seems angling to be for. himself as that, yeah. That or the- independent. He might just try and do his own thing. <sighs> what a circus. That would be a real circus. Maybe he wants VP. Trump Kanye. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a wild world? Oh, God. So that is Kanye decoded here on 60 Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the number one rock star on the planet. Heavy shit. Um, there you go. <laughs> Welcome. Hit me with that 60 Minutes. Tonight, under the gazebo, <laughs> LaCroix, is it poisonous? I say, fuck no. Get that shit on sale. Little Cookie Boy, a.k.a. Kanye West. I don't know. That he doesn't sound good. Oh, I can't say that? Is that racist? I don't know. Wait, Ian, is Little Cookie Boy racist? to me. 
he he did throw that in while listing off like Sambo and all those other things. I, I I've never heard of that one either. I didn't know that was a racist thing. Is that I just Trump's have an intuition. Him, uh, he said he was a smart cookie. Oh, I was like, what the exonerated. <laughs> so hit me with that sixty minutes. Is Kanye West Trump's little cookie boy? Find out today under the gazebo. And better help. Is it a scam? Some say yes. Some say no. Cockroaches? I like that uh, non-committal. Say whatever. Yeah. I love the non-committal. <laughs> I, was here, I hear the craziest clickbait on the news. They go, the, there's an outbreak of the flu. Should you be concerned? Find out. <laughs> I feel like universally when they say that, it just, it means, it means no. no. Yeah. It's yeah. just, no, yeah. you shouldn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, imagine if the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> you should not leave your house. Ebola is back. The Black Plague is rampant. Yes. Be concerned. <laughs> yeah. What else we got, man? Everyone having fun on this Friday? <laughs> Find out more tonight. Is Kanye Trump's little cookie boy? Yes, the answer is. We should watch this pro-life lady. <laughs> oh, you want to watch that? Yeah. We got a lot of stuff, but Elo's got a suggestion, so let's watch it. You guys may have seen this great little one. Pro-life lady, man roundhouse kicks pro-life woman. This shit's crazy, man. Love this. This is why we're here, my dudes. Five million. Wow, this went viral. Oh, wow. Look at his outfit, first of all. <laughs> He's got boots for kicking. That's just what he'll do. Yeah. No spoilers. Imagine kicking somebody. <laughs> just imagine kicking somebody. Like how fucking unstable do you have to be to throw a kick? Have I ever kicked anyone? Yeah, who can like if you're not in a <laughs> UFC fighting ring, there's no like throwing a kick. Like who are you, Bruce Lee? Destruction of private property. It's against the law. Somebody gets raped by somebody, and they're like, I'm a 16 year old and I can't have this baby. That's really compelling. (laughs) I am pro choice, by the way. I'm I'm strongly in favor of pro choice. Me too. I'm just going to say that for the record, okay? And if you think that makes me a cuck or whatever, that's fine because we can have a difference of opinion. I respect that you are pro life. How about that, you fucking haters? You can have an opinion and I can have a different opinion. Do you want to come to my dress and kill me because I'm pro-choice? Suck my tiny Jewish dick. But this guy's a fucking idiot, so it's fun to watch. Think you should keep it? It's a baby. Yeah. If someone was raped and she gave birth and she decided to kill her. <laughs> By the way, oh, he's rounding <laughs> up. Oh, I did the perfect frame. Holy shit. <laughs> no, I did the perfect pot. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, people who are pro life, I understand their point because it, it comes from a religious place. Yeah. And they think the, you're murdering a baby. Yes. I personally disagree. I don't think you're murdering a baby. But if you did think that, then I can understand how. Why you'd be why you would, Yeah. It. Why would you be so mm-hmm. passionate about it? So it's like, it's just like unsolvable. Yeah, it's kind of. It's, it's like killing baby, not killing baby. It's like as po- it's like I can't think of two more opposites. Killing a baby, worst thing ever. 
not killing a baby. You know, I don't think it's killing a baby. This guy certainly doesn't. You gotta go back a little, cause I think this guy should have been aborted. Oof. Oof. <laughs> oh no! I love that. I meant to kick your phone. <laughs> okay, who does that? Imagine kicking someone's phone. It's still assault. It's like <laughs> just uh, not really yeah. defending. He doesn't really right. apologize either. He's just like. I fucked up. I kicked you in the face. Sorry. I had to kick your phone. Look at that tongue out. Mm. It's like an anime move. It's like it charging is. up. I could probably runs with his arms back. <laughs> Naruto style. Yeah. kill her three year old child. Here we go. He rounds up, baby. <laughs> Take your time. Swing. Get that hip into it. Here we go. That's basically a warning shot. You know, you heard in I World guess War II. Now on. You know, in World War II, when Israel does it over like Gaza, they'll drop leaflets and say, "Hey, we're about to bomb this place. You better get out." Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. Dropping leaflets on. Dro- hey, <laughs> about to go down. <laughs> when, you, uh, when you see that, you clear the area because a bomb is about to drop. Oh wow. That's like a crazy kick, too. There's a lot of power in that. <laughs> Very animated. I doubt that guy wields much power, to be frank. Let's, can we slow motion that? Here, let's let's go to point two five on this and break it down. Um, speed, point two five. Let's enjoy. Okay. Mm. Go ahead. Oh, we got sound. All right. She decided to thinking about it. I love how, like, the conversation is over. And... Got him. That was pretty powerful. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, he probably doesn't have a lot of muscle mass, but he... That is a well-formed kick right there. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds of hell. Well, there you go. Everyone enjoyed that one. That was a, that was a favorite of the week. <laughs> Uh, Shane continues his documentary about Jake Paul. I don't have that much to say about any of his new series except for this. This was my favorite detail that came out of the new episode. It's a small little detail, but I thought it was great. I'll share it for you guys now. Okay, what? What's okay? The school bus. <laughs> so what is? Uh, Where'd you buy? That's my dad's. Uh, good old Greg Paul. It's it's actually like an RV though. I'm gonna give you a quick tour of the bus, give you an update. It's like you can like, like renovate it. Oh, there's like a yeah, there's like a there's like a bed in there, and like he like drives around and like he uh, just sleeps in there. My dad. Jake sounds disappointed. <laughs> His dad has lived at the Tim Ten house for months, sleeping in a school van outside the house. Now, a guy who's been accused of having sex with underage girls and kissing underage girls on camera should not be sleeping in a school bus. <laughs> Outside a house with a bunch of young kids. All right, Greg, Paul, get your fucking shit together. Get your life together and get the fucking move out of the school bus for Christ's sake, Greg. What the hell is wrong with you? GP coming at you. God. That's a weirdo. I love that. Yeah. This is a Team 10 house. Um, That's the weirdest goddamn shit I've ever seen. That's so weird. Greg, Paul, man. Fuck me. Get your life together, man. God. God. That is the funniest shit ever. That's it. That's my uh, that's my takeaway. <laughs> Banksy shreds his art and eh, whatever. Some bullshit. Should I talk about this? 
That's a cool Banksy thing. shreds his art. It's kind of cool, except it was kind of also lame, if <laughs> I'm being honest. Because, well, here, let's watch the video. So Banksy sold a piece of art, or no, he didn't sell. I don't know how it came to be it's in the It's a print of his art. So he sold it originally, and then it was recently. I don't know the story. Yeah, I believe it's uh, original. Yeah, I mean, it's and being he, auctioned. He, I, I think the story goes that he built this shredder into it um, like 10 <laughs> years ago with the intention that it, if it ever went on auction, he would do this. So this is like a long con. But what I'm wondering is if he's so anti-capitalist, like, he originally sold the art to somebody, right? Like, how did the auction house get it? Yeah, yeah. That's no, a very I good mean, question. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. The guy's rich. There's no... Yeah, really? he's very rich. Okay, so I don't really understand. Super famous. Okay, so it's not really... A, is it a statement? I, I'm not sure what was the statement. I think it's funny. Just a gag. Yeah, it's like a gotcha. Okay. It's like almost that, like an actual cool prank. I know? thought he was like an anti-capitalist, like didn't sell his work. Mm, kind of thing. I don't think so. I don't someone think it's explicitly anti-capitalist. Like he doesn't sell his work. Like I remember hearing a story about how someone had a bunch of his work on display and they were charging him to get in and he was super unhappy about that. I don't know because you can buy prints of the art and I'm sure money will go to yeah. him. Yeah, okay, so, well. I, I don't, don't know much about him, so. Nobody. Don't. All right. That's, some, that's what I think. Destroy anyway, the Anyway, play the video. I need to reset. Sorry, guys. Just had to blast you with those. All right, so here you go. So he built in a shredder into this frame, um, and there you have it. Years later, sold for one point four million dollars. <laughs> They're auctioning in pounds, so it's like one point four million. And the minute it closes. Somebody with a remote activated it who was there. <laughs> he must have had a big-ass smile on his face. <laughs> it's a shame it didn't complete it because they were able to preserve it. <laughs> so that's why I think, like... It's done so beautifully, too. The, like, the paper didn't get crumbled or anything. It's just like... So, his, so again, that, my question is about his intention. Because I don't think his intention was to destroy it. Because it only shreds half and then it stops. I think it's a statement. Because she just, someone just paid 1.4 million for this. But the value has gone up sh- since he did it. Yeah. So now, not only is it a valuable piece, because it's a valuable piece with history. Yeah, now it's part of history of art. Right. I mean, it's pretty cool that he pulled that off. I'm just confused about cool. the message because it, he increased the value and it seems like he intentionally didn't destroy the whole painting. I don't care that much. It d- I don't think it matters that much. Mm-hmm. I think it was still a cool moment. People were freaking out. Like all of a sudden this paper is shredding itself. Right. Well, it's possible it wasn't intentional that it fucked up. Like if he really built this thing 10 years ago, like yeah, maybe sure. it just malfunctioned. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure he knew that this would raise the value just because that's how art goes. Yeah. This I guess is a moment that never happened before, so. Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. That long Still con. A he waited patiently for 10 years <laughs> for this beautiful moment where some idiot, I don't want to call him an idiot. I'll put it this way. Kurt Vonnegut, I love this saying. And I'm not talking. You can spend 10, 20, 30 
thousand dollars on a piece of art and call. But when you start spending like millions, you're paying for prestige, right? Yeah. Kurt Vonnegut has this great quote. He says, "Art is a conspiracy between the rich and and like the uh, and the art world." Make po- I said that so bad. Yeah, to make poor people yeah. feel stupid. Art is a conspiracy between rich people and artists to make poor people feel stupid. Because you you see a painting sold for twenty million bucks and you're making thirty thousand dollars a year and you're like, what yeah. the fuck? No, the funny story is that some other guy who owns a print shredded it <laughs> to try to see if it would be worth more. <laughs> Wait, is, do we have a picture of that? Oh, that's so funny. Wait, we have a. St- want to see it. <laughs> that is hilarious. Was that a valuable print before? A $40,000. So why the fuck, like, what did he take a scissor to it? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, here it is. So I, I personally think that that was intentional, how it stopped right there. It's kind of still beautiful. It is very beautiful. Absolutely. So, so what it was is, I mean, he wasn't destroying someone's purchase. He was a... It's like a prank. It was a little like a bit gotcha. of, a, of a gift. Everyone freaked out. Definitely ended up as a gift. I mean, the guy who bought it had the option to back out, and he was like, fuck, no, I want that. Yeah. It's kind of like buying, you you remember Mark McGrath? What was that guy's name? The baseball player that, like, broke the home run record and the guy. Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. Mark (laughs) McGrath. is like a country. (laughs) Sugar, sugar. uh, Oh, yeah, you're right. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. He he broke the home run record, and uh, the foul ball hit into the stadium the guy who caught it Ela, sold it for three million bucks really yeah and then <laughs> since everyone was on steroids they kept breaking the record like every year <laughs> so it lost all of its value but this is that foul ball so uh close that one. Oh, and that okay so here here read that part today myartbroker.com received a seller inquiry via website from someone who has taken it upon themselves to shred their own girl with balloon print in order to increase its value. They have taken a piece of art worthly rough worthly forty thousand pounds and in our opinion made its value one. <laughs> well that's so stupid. Why would you Um I don't think there's pictures of it. They I don't think they even want to give that guy any attention. <laughs> that's crazy to actually take a genuine piece of art, valuable art, and just be like, oh I'm gonna fucking <laughs> cut it up now. Like, that's not how it works. The seller wanted them to list it as oh. 80,000 80, pounds, and they dis- disagreed. Denied. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. I bet you someone buys that, though. I'll bet I'll bid a dollar on it. They said it's worth a dollar. I got a dollar. <laughs> so let's start the bidding. <laughs> I mean, that piece has history, too. It's the idiot who cut up with one. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. We've we've spent a lot of money on art. Yeah. But I'm t- maybe like a couple thousand dollars mm-hmm. w- which you're basically paying for someone's time and appreciation. Yeah. Versus, you know, 20 a mil- million dollars for a print. Yeah. I mean, that's a big difference. I I appreciate <laughs> art that I that I like mm-hmm. and I'm and I'll I'll spend 1000 bucks, a couple thousand bucks. Hundred thousand fucking suck it. That's a lot. <laughs> it depends. Like this guy Robert uh 
Xavier has this huge Batman. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. I mean, that thing's, I, I would guess, worth 100000 But it's like the size of this whole back wall. Yeah, you kind of need... And he spent like 10,000 hours you on You need like a whole house just for that painting. But anyway, like there's some stuff like the go- the diamond skull. What was that sold for? Mm. Like $100 million? Who the, f- the fuck has $100 million? How rich and bored can you be? $100 million. I you don't could, know. You could feed the whole continent of Africa. They're like, nah, I want the skull. <laughs> they're like, they're like, fix homelessness in your city forever. Nah, I'll take the skull. <laughs> I'll take the skull, please. <laughs> they're like, cure, cure uh, HIV and AIDS in all of Africa or one diamond skull. I'll take the skull. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Stern had this great bit where he went on the street, the, the Boston bomber. He was like this handsome, young, like, uh, Arab kid, the Boston Bomber. And there was a lot of girls who were, like, uh, talking about how cute he was. Mm. And so they went on the street with a picture of Howard and a picture of the Boston Bomber. And they're like, which one would you rather date? (laughs) And everyone was picking the Boston Bomber (laughs) over Howard. I love that. So funny. Rather date a terrorist than Howard. (laughs) I don't think he was Arab, by the way, just for the record. Oh, God, what was he? he he, I think he was... uh, Chechnyan, like from. Uh, I mean, he, he was a Muslim. He wasn't an Arab. Correct. Okay, right. my bad. I stand corrected. I want <laughs> to stand at my pulpit. I want to say my apologize to all of my Arab brothers out there who have been offended in this unfortunate mischaracterization. Not all, ter- not all Arabs are terrorists, and that was not what I meant to imply by any means of any stretch of imagination. He was a Muslim young man of Chechen descent, which I believe is. Where's that, uh, Dan? Well, it's a region in southern Russia, and it's sort of an ongoing conflict As, that's been going on Thank for a long you, time. thank you very much, Dan, for the clarification. And uh, please, everyone, forgive me. Please, and if you think that you need to write an essay about my mistake <laughs> here today and expose me, please, you have my permission. I made a grave error of judgment, and I give you full permission to make a 30-minute essay about it, um, as is entirely warranted so apologies to everyone for that and uh, shout out to to the essayist right now <laughs> uh greece bans obese tourists from riding on donkeys i love this <laughs> it's fucking hilarious <laughs> here's a fat lady on a donkey <laughs> greece has banned fat tourists from riding on donkeys after campaigners said the animals were being left with spinal injuries Ugh. listen this is in Santorini in Greece. We've been there. It's a We've tiny little there. place. I never once had the urge to ride a donkey. It's not really even like a donkey-friendly... No. Um, I don't really get that. Um, also, traction. if you look, if you're fat, you gotta give up some... You gotta give yeah. some things up. If you're a big fucking fatty, and you're gonna break <laughs> a donkey's back, then, to, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was a Nathan for you about big yeah. people on horses <laughs> and you he had to put like weather balloons on them and shit look don't how what's the weight limit how do they how do they define fat because it just says fat i don't know let's see how they define it did this these states uh donkey giving tourist rides in Santorini should not carry any loads heavier than 100 kilograms what does that uh convert to let's see um. it doesn't sound like a lot 
220 pounds. So, unless you're extremely tall and built, if you're over You've 22, been you're probably... 200. Wait, what? Yeah, that's not a fat. That's your weight. <laughs> I'm too fat for a donkey? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like at 195. That's pretty close. <laughs> Yo, I'm too fat for a donkey? What the fuck? Why do you need to ride a donkey anyway? What kind of beast of burden is that? <laughs> now I just did a complete 180. <laughs> Who's riding these donkeys? Little children? Yeah, I had a couple hamburgers in my life, but am I too fat to ride a donkey? I don't think so. <laughs> They're just little donkeys, though. They're not horses. They're just trying to save them going lady, down the stairs. So do the stairs. Do some exercise. No, I need a donkey ride. I'm gonna fucking kill this donkey because I'm so <laughs> fat. I'm gonna break its back. Look, go to down more. You can see the stairs. Down more. More. Oh god, these poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the incognito fat people on donkeys. And they bur they blurred it but tiny bit. You can wait, still wait. see. Yeah, you know thing. that guy knows who he is. <laughs> God. Go He's not even more. enjoying himself. That donkey will never have another passenger and you're not even enjoying yourself. That donkey's gonna be put exactly. to sleep after this and you're not even enjoying yourself. Wait, this says, yeah, 100 kilograms. Well, God, uh, God damn. There's more? Here. Hmm. You can't go that down yourself? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, we did do a donkey ride. No, we didn't. In Santorini. Didn't we go up with donkeys on those stairs? Or am I fucking no. tripping balls? No way we did stairs. donkey rides. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. How did we get up to the hotel? By car. Like a same Yeah, person. we had a yeah. car. Yeah, the normal place. <laughs> it's 2018. Yeah, yeah, it was a normal place. <laughs> you didn't have to take a donkey. <laughs> those poor donkeys, man. Goddamn. Those poor motherfuckers. <laughs> what a fucked up life. Just hauling fat Americans up and down a hill. Shit. I love this story though. It's so funny. Mm. Incredible stuff, man. 60 minutes. You really stepped up the game. Dog is a mare. Oh, we've got these fan submissions, but it's already been two hours. I'm kind of, kind of or an hour and a half. Should we, we wrap could, it up? We could save it for next time. This one's too funny. I'm going to do this one. I'm going to end it. Guys, send your questions, comments, uh, essays, <laughs> video suggestions to podcast at h3h3productions.com. I love it. Um, this one was so funny. From Joey Lewis. He says, Hey, Ethan and Ela, I listened to your number 87 podcast where you mentioned how semen can clog up the sour drink. This was relevant to me because the freshman housing at my school, thank God I don't live there, can... Ken Shaw State, they had to remove and replace the plumbing for one of the buildings, the whole entire building, due to the buildup of semen tangling with oh. hair. There's a photo of the notice that the university housing put up to remind students not to jerk off in the shower. <laughs> when he said there is a photo, I almost... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had the same fear. <laughs> if you're not jerking off in the shower, where are you jerking off? But it's a communal shower. you got to jerk off responsibly. Patrice O'Neill had the greatest joke ever. He says, I jerked off in the shower so many times, I'm surprised a little baby hasn't crawled out. 
Dear residents, we have recently found several blockages in the plumbing system in University Village suites, mostly caused by human hair. Let me sip my water. However, over the last month, we have found many of these blockages to be caused by large quantities of what we have now determined to be semen. This is intolerable. Because semen is not soluble in water, it gets caught in filters in our system and particularly susceptible. This issue has cost the university thousands of dollars to repair thus far. Oh my god. Good thing you collect a lot of tuition and stop complaining and plumb out my semen. Though we know that mu- though we know that you must take care of your business, we have never faced a situation of this enormity before. It is because of this, unfortunately, that we must ask you to refrain from masturbating in the shower. May we those who wish to masturbate do so in the comfort of their own bedroom and dispose of their discharge appropriately. I bet you 90% of the dudes continue to jack off in the shower. Yeah. Thank I love you this for your letter. Yeah, so it's like totally nice paper. Mm-hmm. No signature, though. This guy should frame it. No signature. Joey. That's the tough thing. How You can't guarantee that. It's like, try to stop me, dude. <laughs> I'm jerking off in the shower. That's God intended. <laughs> That's why school is so expensive. <laughs> it's all the fucking semen. <laughs> That's funny. Nah, I had a communal shower in college. Boy, it was co- Sexual really? boys and girls shared the same bathroom. Yeah, I know it's that so progressive. So Santa progressive. Cruz, <laughs> yeah, but there was all the so time. So you would come out and with a towel. Yeah, 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 yeah. There wasn't naked people. Female and male. Just yeah, with a towel. Yeah, but like there's like four That's shower crazy. stalls next to each other, with like a curtain and mm-hmm. private stall. But yeah, it was co-ed. Huh. But there was def- you could there was semen on the floor sometimes. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> there was a bathtub in there, by the way, that nobody used, Ugh. but God forbid. Ila, you you were in the military, wasn't it? Yeah. Co-ed there? Are you fucking kidding? Co-ed? Everything I know about the military is from Starship Troopers, so. Yeah. <laughs> Even, I don't think. <laughs> no, it it's separated. The females, Every- we had our own, like, little area, and the male have their own area. Even the Western Wall is separated, and they're f- yeah. fucking fully clothed. <laughs> uh, the U.S. military is in co-ed. I, I know. I know. Right. Like I said. Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Yeah. I, I, hey, Dan, I'll never forget that scene, man. I saw some titties that I didn't expect, and I still yeah, remember it to this day. That was, that was Everyone a big was deal. showering, and I was like, what the fuck? Because signing I was, up. I was like 13, so if somebody like looked at me, I right. would pop a boner. Yeah. And I was like, how do they shower with her? <laughs> And they don't all have fat boners right now. <laughs> Remember when you were 13 and like... You, t- you hit a speed bump on the bus a little too fast, you pop a boner. <laughs> Tuck it under the belt. You get really good at the, uh, the, bas- uh, the backpack masking method. Yeah, you know it, what was, I mean? it you, was... You're checking something in your backpack. I, I, I tucked it under the belt most of the time. But sometimes, because you have to kind of maneuver for that, and it, yeah. it's a lot of tucking and grabbing. Right. So the backpack is definitely a godsend. Um, it's one of the two options. I don't think there's anything else. Is there anything else, Ian or Zach? Is there any other ways you guys concealed boners? Um, I would rarely ever get them at school, but as soon as I got home... And was like sitting on the toilet when I was thirteen. That was it. 
What? Wait. What? You pop a bony on the toilet? Yeah, because it's like your, your space to like do your business. You mean you jerk off? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not at. All right. <laughs> you didn't read the question. No, I, I, According you, I apologize. I apologize. Where else have you masturbated, you're just, you're Zach? Just eager to let us know. <laughs> All right. So you would shit and jerk off? Uh, uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Would you shit first? Would you jerk off after you shit? Uh, yeah. Well, it really depends how big the shit is. Like, you know, like, you would shit while jerking off. No, 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 no. no. I don't <laughs> oh, even know. Guys. Always po- separate. I don't know if that's possible, but you know, like, it was either one before the other. Hmm. Yeah. So you sit there, sti- like, is do you flush the bowl before you jerk off, yeah, or do you sit I, over I, the shit? I, I, <laughs> 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 I can't jerk off on the shit in the. Toilet. So you flush and then you jerk. <laughs> yeah. 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 It still stinks, probably though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you, know, you have like a smell, you know. It's like your own. Smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, yeah. I smell my own farts. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I love it. I love it. He loves it. I don't love it. Yeah, you wouldn't admit it. You don't like to smell your own farts? Not even a little mm-hmm. bit. You're not intrigued. Like it? No. You're not intrigued. You're not intrigued, at least. Interested. Interested in what? The smell. No. <laughs> Fucking liar. <laughs> That's like a biological fact that people like to smell their own farts. Like? Like they enjoy it? I think so. You think so? Dan, do you like to smell no, your own farts? I'm sorry, I can't back you up. Ian, do you like to smell your own farts? No. <laughs> Me and Ian, we're out. We're out on this one. Sorry, You dude. started by saying it's a fact, and then well, you finished with I think so. <laughs> I, was, I think this is another debate. I think people like to smell their own farts. <laughs> I, I will. I will give you that. I can tolerate it. I can tolerate it for sure. Right, for because sure. Because it's you're used me. To it. I, yeah. I savor. <laughs> no, you don't. I swear I, to God. I don't believe you. Why? <laughs> you smell it and you enjoy it. You deep. You breathe deeply on it. You're just doing a yay move. I am not. I like to smell my own farts. <laughs> I, there's a lot of people out there that that agree. So this is another one of these things we need to explore. And I'm being genuine, by the way. I'm serious. <laughs> why would I admit to that? If I, like, true. why would I lie about liking the smell of my Because farts? you're being controversial. Doing a goof. I'm not. <laughs> Elif wants desperately not to believe this. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> um, there was another one. Somebody asked, um, in the spirit of all these conversations, Adi Zet Zet Zetzler asked. I was always convinced everyone picks their nose. Picking your nose ventilates it effectively and enables you to breathe much easier. Furthermore, scraping a nice dry chunk of snot out of your nose is the best feeling ever. To me, it seems like a basic human necessity, but maybe those are just my own habits. Ever since you started these types of conversations on your podcast, I started doubting my judgment on what's normal and what is not more and more. So, do you pick your nose? If so, which finger do you use? Also, I am pretty sure there are people who even eat their boogers. I'm not sure whether it is only kids or adults, too. Personally, I always found it gross, so I never did. Do you? So, um... We're discussing, like, all the taboo... <laughs> Dude, we're breaking the arm. Tonight <laughs> on 60 Minutes. <laughs> um, I think everyone picks their nose, but there's certain levels to it. Like, if I'm in the shower, like, I find it gross. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in the shower, that's a good place to pick my nose. But generally... I'll try to use a tissue or something just because I don't, I just think it's kind of gross personally. But 
I think everyone picks their nose. Yeah. I tell you what's grosser that I've seen people do. You're you're just walking with somebody on the street, and just out of nowhere, without saying anything, they go. Oh my god! That's fucking the worst. That is, I'm like, that who is the are worst. you? That is the worst. You're just having a conversation, a mid conversation. <laughs> Sean Balog does that. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you calling Sean out? <laughs> Whatever, he doesn't care. <laughs> and then they it won't come out, so they go. <laughs> So I'm walking on the street with Shredder the other day, and <laughs> someone's just walking on the, across the street from me, and they go. <laughs> Why would you do that in sight of another human being? You're a lunatic. Some people think that's normal. I get. That's fucking wild. <laughs> you all right, Ella? <laughs> that shit's crazy. So picking the nose, I think I agree. Eating boogers is fucked up. If you're under the age of eight and you eat boogers, you're a fucking weirdo. Over, but yeah. Actually, you know what? I shouldn't say. I don't want to shame people. There's boogers. As a kid, I didn't. I never did it. It's my personal preference. I seen some friends where I look over and they're like trying to like low key eat their bugs. Really? What? When I was a kid. When I was a kid. Oh. I know people do that. I don't want to shame booger eaters because we're we're. (laughs) We're yeah. getting out there. We're putting it all out there. So if you, I think, I do think there's a large percentage of adults that eat their boogers in secret. The idea to me I is frankly repulsive. That. Yeah. Why? I don't think Zach what or is Ian would ever just admit, watch so. like TLC, do, and then anything is possible. People like it. I don't know. It's like smelling your own fart. To me, that makes sense. But eating a booger makes me want to fucking die. <laughs> Ian or Zach, I have to ask for posterity. Do any of you guys pick your nose or eat your bugs? I, I would rather lick dog poop than eat a booger. <laughs> What about your own booger? Absolutely not. Yeah. I, I, it's disgusting. No, never. You're lying. He <laughs> needs his own bugs. <laughs> Only he gets the skepticism. I don't know. He came in too dry and too fast. <laughs> so anyway, that was interesting conversation. Um, I guess that's about it, eh? Yeah. That about does it. Dog becomes mayor. Is that something interesting or no? A dog became a mayor. That's it. There you go. That's the story. <laughs> well, what I would, what, you know, there's this whole story about a dog is getting reelected as mayor. And what it made me think about is what does this say about the job mayor? I saw people <laughs> in the video say, like, he did good. I'm like, what does that mean? He's a good boy. But a mayor, being the mayor is a serious job. Like, yeah. you get paid, like, you have responsibilities. Like, what does this say about all government jobs? <laughs> I think in a lot does of it times mean the, mayor is owner is the mayor The mayor of LA is a serious job. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I think in in smaller towns, the mayor is like a ceremonial thing. Like the city council really runs shit, and then the mayor. I know this completely from Parks and Rec, so take this all. With You're everything I know, everything, everything I know shows. is based off yeah. of shows and movies I've seen. So yeah. all the knowledge in the question. Um, and there, you know what they said? It cost a dollar to vote for the mayor. Yeah, I was like, what? Wait, really? No, to, or to run? You mean? No, a vote, dollar vote. Probably not that serious of an election then. It costs to vote? That's what I recall from the video we're not going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of this. Um, thank you, everyone who watched. Thank you, everyone who listened. Thank you, everyone who enjoyed. I hope you're having a blessed Friday. I hope you have a blessed weekend. Thank you to everyone who's taking notes diligently right now to cast their essay <laughs> on H3 Reproductions and how I've changed. Um, 
which is true. I have changed, and so there's definitely something there. Um, how I've compromised my morals for money, that's a popular one. There's all the evidence there you can pull from. And, um, ha yeah, there's a lot there, so I wish you all the best with your essay. And uh, We all look forward to watching that. So, guys, thank you all. And, and of course, using this clip and being like... <laughs> Using this clip and being yeah. like, look how he doesn't take criticism. Yeah. Look how he makes fun of the fact that he's just a shill. I look forward to that as well. <laughs> and I think and I thank you for taking everything into consideration. <laughs> My dear friends. Have a blessed, blessed weekend. Thank you all so much. And thank you all for mm -hmm. enjoying our new video. That meant a lot. It was very nice to see. Yeah. Felt good. It was a very wholesome experience today. I was very happy about it. So. And, and I'll see, hopefully, a lot of you tomorrow at Rip and Dip. Yeah. At our little meet and greet. Um, looking forward to all of that. <laughs> and so much more. Ela's pregnant, by the way. We had a whole thing about Wait, food. Huh? <laughs> we had a whole thing about food you can't eat. Yeah, we can talk about it next deli time. Deli meats. You got nine months to talk about Ela it. can't yeah. eat deli meats. I was like, if Ela can't eat deli meats when she's pregnant, we all should not be eating <laughs> deli meats. That's freaky. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying? But that's not how it works. It's not. It's just. It's sensitive to the, to the little peep. It's a, I, I the little peep of a baby that it is right now. Yeah. The outro song's almost over. Okay. okay. All right, we better go. All right. all right, guys. Thank you all for watching. Have a blessed weekend. We love you. Appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye.